The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. We talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you'd normally talk around the pit. Uh, yeah. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. What's up? What's up, brother? My man. Chilling. Yep. How's it going? <laughs> Interesting week. Yeah? Yeah. Why is that? It was fun. Things were fun. It's going to get even more <laughs> funner come Thursday. This Thursday is going to be... Oh, in, in, in the words of our good friend Phil Riddick, a.k.a. Daddy Cook's... Oh, the fuckery. There's going to be a lot of fuckery going on. <laughs> We've got the uh, Wakefield PD cook. Mm-hmm. So we're cooking for the for the uh, police department in uh, my hometown. Well, my hometown, but you know, where I live with my family and show them some love. That's right. And we got some, we, oh, the brisket I picked up today. Oh, I saw. It's huge. It's beautiful. 20. It's 20. It's just over 20 pounds, but it's thick, yeah. big. And then I go to Costco and I see the prime ones and I'm like, figures. But hey. But I got a prime one for myself. It's a little smaller baby, thir- 13 pounds. And I scored what? What? You're officially a moron. Why? The conversation we had, my wife's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Hopefully she doesn't find out. Hopefully well, she got. Well, hopefully she's not a damn fan of the show because you just told the entire world you just bought one. And she doesn't know. So just, if she listens to it, guess what? Your ben, phone's going to go off any minute now. I just tell. I just. I just told the entire world. The entire world is listening. All right. Look, she <laughs> she, she wasn't mad at first. The, what she's really mad about is that I got the I the three bone plate ribs. You know when you see the three bone around here, you got to grab them, and yes. those are mad expensive. But they came in a two pack. I got six ribs, so she wasn't happy about that. So she doesn't really know about the prime one yet. No, she does now. Well, listening. let's see if she's watching the show. You know what? I'll be happy if she knows. That means she's watching. Because I don't think she's watched one yet. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, she has. She's just reserved comment till now. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're going to have a long night ahead of us this Thursday. We have a 20-pound brisket. We have six racks of ribs, 10 pounds of pork belly burn ends. I'm making the homemade um, pickled red onions, mm-hmm. homemade barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Bada bing, bada boom. We drop it off 12 p.m. So what's Friday. The, what's the police department going to eat? I got him a pumpkin. <laughs> I got him a pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> all right. Let's get into this. Let's I'm go. all jacked up about today. Today we we are being joined from the great state of Texas uh-huh. by a dear friend. Ruben Gallegos, a.k.a. Big Rome. Yes, sir. Big Rome in the house. What's up, brother? Hey, what is going on, guys? Thank What's you up? for having me here. Awesome, man. Uh, very excited, very pumped up, and uh, I'm liking that shirt on you, brother. You like this? <laughs> you know, a, a little bird sent this to me the other day. Opened it up yesterday, <laughs> along with a couple uh, c- couple koozies with the Texas Barbecue chapter on one side and Big Rome on the and other side. Thanks for the side. koozie, brother. I got, I'm rocking my koozie right now, actually. There you go. 
I appreciate it, brother. So, appreciate uh, it. you know, just just looking uh, looking at the background there. Obviously, we got old glory flying high. But uh, what is that else? Those little stacks above your left uh, left or right? Yeah, you know, it would be your left shoulder. There we go. Yeah, it is my left shoulder here. So uh, what I have here is, uh, of course, I got my Texas barbecue chapter seasoning. You know, uh, you know, there's something that uh, Johnny. Already has in his hand right there. Yeah, right. And uh, we got a lot of creators here on this. So uh, we got six admins on the chapter and love them to death. So much love to them here. And uh, I got my uh, custom uh, Uncle Steve's uh, barbecue uh, or seasoning here. So he put my logo on there. So I got the spicy R and I got the thick meat. Yep. So I put those together and then uh, got some sucker busters, of course. Gotta love me some 1836 and SPG. Can't go wrong um, with that. And then uh, we got BC Seasonings here. Much love to them. It's a small business, uh, uh, veteran-owned business there, man. Much love to them, too. And, of course, uh, when I started my uh, channel, uh, Chupacabras was one of the first to uh, reach out to me and uh, show me some love when I first started doing YouTube. So had to show them some love today, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. So... Let's you know. Let's just roll right from the right from the get go. Obviously, a Texas boy. How did you you know get into barbecue? And which part of Texas are you from? I'm trying to get the style. So right I was born. So I was born in Dallas, Texas. Okay. Uh, right up Parkland Hospital. And uh, when I was five years old, I moved to California. <clears throat> so when I first started barbecuing. I first was a backyard griller. Okay. That's how I started. Uh, that's what they do over there. They backyard grill. Uh, when it came to smoking and all that, that was not really a big thing over there in California. Uh, but I learned a lot of the, the great, uh, seasonings and marinades and styles of barbecue. And, uh, when I moved here in Texas, I moved back to my hometown, uh, back in 2006, and uh, I had a great neighbor of mine when I moved uh, here in Dallas. Um, and I'm going to give him a shout-out, Bruce Leach. Uh, he, he taught me how to smoke barbecue, uh, how to smoke a brisket, how to smoke a pork butt. And uh, that's where it all started. And uh, what I did is I brought a lot of the Cali uh, styles and brought it into Texas. But, uh, man, you know, you can't beat Texas barbecue, man. It's some good stuff. So I'll tell you, that's where it all began. So <laughs> nice, dude. Very good. You know, we got a got a couple of boys. We got Daddy Dutch. We got Pickles, Lab, uh, Matt Osborne, Uncle Steve is watching. Of course, he's the What's best. Up, he's Steve? the What's best, on, isn't brother? he? He really is. He's awesome. Awesome guy. I'm getting my balls busted right now. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, is that what he means by Mags? Tell Greg to check his phone? <laughs> what, are you, what are you getting your balls busted about? <clears throat> no, this is some bullshit, by the way. Just so you bullshit know. Bullshit you calling me out, so I had to school you. Right? You, he calls me out in a beer chugging contest. I No, no, don't. I just poured... An 8% boom sauce, which is a local beer. <laughs> he, pour, he, he pours piss water, bud, 4% beer, and he says, let's have a chugging contest. 
He beats me, of course, because he's got the mouth the size of <laughs> fucking the Callahan Tunnel. All right? <laughs> but Williams Tunnel. Get you you got to right. understand that 8% hoppy beer is like chugging a, a milkshake compared to lemonade, whatever the hell you're drinking. And that's why I don't drink that crap. Yeah, you're right. And I'll, and yeah, was, you're right about that. And I was already three deep when you came in. And then the <laughs> barbecue talk show went turned into the barbecue shit show. Don't count. Only old ladies count. <laughs> hey, who does chugging these days, right, Mag? Yeah, exactly. You know, that, that show, like, you are you the one that challenged me. Because you called me out on all the food stuff. So. But I didn't talk about chugging beers. <laughs> no, but you wanted to step up. And you, you said, I go, let's go right now. We'll have something. And the only thing we had was beers. So, hey, the hell with it. Let's go. You still need to do the hot brisket challenge, and then we'll talk. I told you I'll do it under sub, oh, sub two please. minutes. Sub two minutes. And so anyway, anyway, enough with the chat, the chugging. <laughs> Let's get back. So obviously, I have you know become friends with you through all the you know the YouTube and the, in the Facebook groups and everything. And man, some of your cooks are. Outrageous. They're beautiful. So let's get into what made you start with the, with the YouTube stuff. And so, uh, big, big Rome's yeah. Barbecue Grill Masters Empire. Right. So uh, I have a lot of family gatherings. Uh, my house is the spot to come to eat some good barbecue from what they said, you know. And, uh, you know, it's a, a place to be at the, uh, you know, the virtual bar. They call it the Big Rome's virtual bar. <laughs> and uh, my, uh, you know, I had a good friend of mine that, rest in peace, he passed away. And uh, he would always tell me, why don't you uh, go out there and show the love of barbecue on social media or something, do something about it. And uh, I never put a thought to it because I only wanted to do it for the family. Uh, but when his passing happened, uh, it motivated me to do something different in my life to keep myself uh, active and do something in, in what I love to do. And I thank uh, YouTube and Facebook to really get me into this virtual type of barbecuing because that kept me busy. It kept my mind away from everything that's happened mm -hmm. uh, when that happened. So, um, yeah, uh, rest in peace, my brother. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for him to kind of throw that out there and, and push me to do what I do and my wife accepting what I'm doing, uh, I wouldn't be here right now. So, mm -hmm. uh, man, it's much love and man, I love doing what I'm doing. So, Got to have the wife accepting. It makes things a lot easier. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, it's a lot easier. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> hey, friend of that. Oh, uh, let's see. Ryan. Ryan Guinea, what's up, brother? Matt Osborne, my oh, man. Oh, dog father's in the house. Oh, yeah. What's up, what's up dog father? What's going on, brother? Yeah, Thank yeah. you for watching. So you... What would be, would you say, is your favorite thing to barbecue during a cook? So I haven't done this in a while. Um, I would say maybe um, maybe a couple months now. 
and I miss doing it because I think that it's one of the most underrated, uh, you know, piece of meat in a sense, because everybody goes for the short ribs. Uh, they go for the St. Louis ribs. They go for the baby back ribs, but you know, the beef ribs, you know, big old sack of beef ribs. I'm all about that. And man, I'll tell you, it is one of the most underrated. And a lot of people tell me that it's the hardest thing to cook, but to me, it's one of the easiest things to cook (laughs) when it comes to grilling it on the, you know, on the grill. So yeah, beef ribs, that is my most favorite piece of meat to cook. I, my, my marriage almost collapsed today because I bought beef ribs. <laughs> three bone. It, they were three bone. They were worth it. It's kind of right. worth, it's worth it's, this is That's the, that's the situation that we all talk about. And we say it's better to af, ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah. That's a prime example. And the, in the fact of he, we're in new England, you get three bone ribs you have to because you, you you have to you can't not get them because you literally hit the lottery walking into your local grocery store local butcher shop and they have them like because it's not something that's regularly available no. to us you'll get you'll get the full bone but no. then they'll cut them into little riblet things yeah. and you never get the full plate rib when you see them if you're a true barbecue guy you know and there are true barbecue guys up here in the northeast just so you're aware <laughs> Just so you know, there are there are some folks up here that know what they're doing. There might be. I'm not saying I'm one of them, but there are a few. (laughs) Just saying. So you uh, you brought up a question earlier. Oh, what was that? On his preparation of brisket. That I saw the light bulb go off on your head on that one. Oh. Um, was it the preparation? It was not the no bind. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. up here. I gotcha. You asked a question about his All preparation right. of brisket. All right, Baldy. Every time you say preparation, I think H. I don't know. Bald is beautiful. All right, look. So you rub, you season your brisket 24 hours before you put it on. Correct? Uh-oh. Lost it. Lost your audio. Can't hear you. All right. When do you season your brisket? I you season, season anything. Do you, you night before guy or do you day, day of guy? If I'm marinated, something, if something needs marinated, I do, I do the overnight. Chicken wings, shit like that. Stuff like Thighs, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I'm just, you know, seasoning, rubbing, I'll do... I don't know, three hours before. I like to take it out, let it let the temperature come up, then I'll season it. Suck the moisture let it suck, suck the moisture it in, out. Then I'll add another round. Ooh. Another batch okay. just before I put it on the pit. So probably it'll sit out a good probably three hours. So you'll you'll will, will it sit out or you put it back in the fridge? Like you, Oh, I'll let it sit out. Beef. Br- bring bring the yeah, bring the pork beef. Pork you might put back in pork the fridge. Pork I'll put back in the fridge. Chicken I'll definitely put back in the fridge. Mm. Um, but as far as any beef products, I let that sit out good two to three hours before I'm putting it on. You can leave beef out longer. That's why though. Yeah. That's fine. <clears throat> I always thought that it, you lose some of that bark. Uh, I'm in guys. I'm All in. Right. Sorry about that. All, All right. right. 
<laughs> All right. I was like, hold on. I forgot to put do not disturb on my phone. And that's what just happened. <laughs> that happened to me last week. All right. So the, the question is, so you, is it true that you marry, that you rub your, like say brisket the night before or, or the 24 hours before your, your, your cook? And what, uh, what is, I do. So what, is there a, any rationale behind that on your end or, uh, you know, what's your, you know what, um, yeah. I would say that depending on what type of seasoning you're using on the brisket. So what I wanted to do is I use that Texas barbecue chapter seasoning, the last cook I did, and I wanted to have some great color. I wanted some mahogany red color on that brisket. So I wanted to let it rest because of the paprika in there, the chili powder. I wanted a good color to it. Now, if there's a rationality or a difference between, I mean, I've done salt and pepper, very simple, no binder, do it within three, four hours. And it was still a perfect, it was still a good brisket. So I think I was going for color. That's usually what I was kind of, you know, that's usually what I kind of look for first. If I'm going to use a seasoning that has some mahogany red or some type of color, but if it's salt and pepper, I mean, I'll do it within a half a day and, you know, get it done, get it smoked and, and do you, we're done. Do you so use, do you really, it? if it, you know, you know, penetrating to the meat and all that, I would say that it, it plays a part, uh, especially the chapter season. It's a really good, it has a really good uh, binder to me. I, I, I didn't even use a binder on my last brisket yeah. and it came out fantastic. So yeah, I saw that. Now, do you do the same thing with ribs at all? Do, since you are always kind of trying to hit that mahogany color on the ribs, do you use yeah the paprika in there? Do them the night before, kind of a similar process usually for that mahogany color to set. Yeah, yeah, just to be more confident to make sure that it, we got some good color. Yeah. Um, yeah, I usually do it next day. Okay, um, I want that color to really bind in. <clears throat> I mean, there's some great seasonings out there that'll give you like a nice orangey yellow color rib because of the honey you know you got your mahogany red color so that's what i'm looking for mm-hmm. uh, i want those uh juices to sweat into that meat and once i see it sweating and it's already penetrating that's kind of where i say it's time to go and put it out there and once i take it out of the fridge you definitely want to let it rest get to room temperature yep. and then go ahead and and go on with your smoke so i noticed that you smoke fat side down, at least on your last cook with your stand-up Yoda that you cook fat side down. Now, I know from what I understand, the true Texas way is fat side up, but that also can depend on your smoker. And your type of smoker, definitely heat's coming from the bottom. So you're just trying to protect that a little bit. Is that kind of because the rationale with that smoker? Yeah, that's kind of the concept. Okay. Uh, you know, I've seen... Uh, you know, pit masters do fat side down, even with, uh, you know, an offset smoker. But yeah, because of the smoke coming vertically up to the meat, that's the reasoning for me, because I'm trying to create a uh, all around smoke ring right. from the bottom side. That's kind of the reason why I'm kind of, I do that. Okay. Uh, but I've done a test with fat side up and fat side down on my YouTube channel. And um, there was a little bit of a difference, but at the same time, it could have been the heat where the heat sources were one was higher than the other brisket was done quicker on the fat side down than the pot. You know, there's a lot of science to it, you know? So, uh, but yeah, that's the reason why, and you're right. You know, it's the reason why I did it is to protect the meat 
bat side down. So what what would be your preference if you could do it, you know, or if, you know, in whatever smoker? Do you like it fat? Because I personally like <clears throat> the way the bark forms better fat side up. And I would rather cook it fat side up, which I do in my green egg. And I really love the way that the bark forms on top of the, the fat cap. But in my offset, because I have a heat diffuser plate in there, it pushes the heat down and it wants to just singe the bottom of my brisket unless I cook fat side down, which is what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. And they've been coming out a lot better because I like to cook around 250, 270 range. And in my little kind of right. backyard Brinkman, you know, the trail master, it's sizable, but it, it scorches a little bit. So I, I'm kind of forced to go fat down, but I like the product better when it's cooked fat side up personally. Yeah, I mean, it could be an argument, Beyonce. It God, always is. I don't is. know how many times it always I've is. heard yeah. fat side up is better than fat side down. But, <clears throat> you know, I've done both. On a pork butt, I actually do fat side up. Mm-hmm. I'm a fat side up on a pork butt. I like the way it forms on the top, good bark. Yep. Um, and I'm ready to go ahead and have that right, you know, that, that nice cut on the you know pork butt. Or if I'm going to do pulled pork, I'll do that. On a brisket, fat side down, I can slice my briskets better. That's just my personal okay. reason for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but maybe somebody else says something different. Cool. Oh no, you know, Eric in chat, you know, you know, he 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 nails it. You know, I think it's personal preference, just right. like using a water pan. You know, some guys like the water pan, some guys don't. Yep. You know, fat side up, fat side down. I've always been a fat side nearest the heat source. You mean the point versus the it flat de- nearest nearest dependent. The heat but what do you – and again, I'm not saying all, one all is right over the other because I, I do both. So I'm not saying one is right, one is wrong. I know it's preference. I know it has to do with your smoker, but I just like to know what people feel. Sometimes they have a type of smoker that they want to go up, but they're forced to go down, blah, blah, blah. But um, do you, if you're obviously thick side towards the firebox, but do you go up or down on your fat cap in your Oak Joe? In my Oak Joe, I do fat cap down. Good. And you, I think, again, similar to my smoker, yeah. we need to to protect the – to, yeah, yeah, to protect everything. But, you know, if I throw it on the kettle, you know, it's still. More I think about it, I'm, I'm a fat side down guy. On the kettle, you could go up because it hits the dome and comes it back down like, like the green egg. Yeah. I think you go either way, but I think you'd be okay going fat side. I don't think you'll singe the bottom as long as you get your coals tucked over nice yeah. or you're using like a slow and sear or something like that. Or the bro and sear. Hashtag daddy Dutch. Daddy Dutch. Oh. So, so one, one last brisket <laughs> question, and I'll let I'll, we can move on. Okay. Okay? Because you know I love the brisket. Oh, I know. When you wrapped last, you did butcher paper, but then you did foil around the butcher paper. I need to know why. Is it to accelerate the cook? <laughs> Is it? It's already get you're already getting you're already getting enough. Like enough smoke on it, so let's speed up this Texas crutch. Rome, thing. The, pain, the pain is real, brother. The pain is real. Oh, I know. I know it is. Is it? Or is it C? Because foil makes brisket a little bit pot roasty, so you wanted that barrier of that pink butcher love in between. Did I already right. Uh, that's the reason why I did the double wrap. I wanted to heat up quick, faster, but I didn't want it to over cook it with the butcher paper and when i did that it was perfect um it, it is a test that i've done i actually did that test last year um i did it on a pork butt so you might want to try that brother uh I, I did it on a pork butt i did a double wrap test okay. and it was one of the best pork butts that i ever did so 
uh, try it out. I, I don't know if it was a difference, but to me, it was to get over the stall. Yep. Sometimes that stall, uh, it, it's a pain in the neck. So mm-hmm. you like this pork butt, I think it was on a stall around 152, 157. And I let it go through the stall. But once it went over that stall, I said, just in case, I did the double wrap. And man, it was perfect. Nice. Always, always looking to try new stuff. And I find pork butts can stall longer than briskets mm-hmm. half, half the time. Yeah. Yeah, you know? they, they can. <laughs> Absolutely. That's cool, man. Thanks for answering those questions because I was always always trying to learn and, and, and you know, try to more or less, un- not question, but understand other people's methods. It helps me rationalize things in my OCD brain. Yep. kind of helps me categorize it, yep. you know? We got a few more right. jumped in here. Cider, what's up, brother? Jeremy Lucino, my man. How are you, brother? What's up, Cider? Terry, Red Banks, what's going on, Red? Red Banks, what's going on, brother? So we're all, let's, uh, you know, I, we're all barbecue guys. You know, we're all cut from the same cloth. I know you got to have a nice little collection of uh, cooking vessels, so to speak. So, uh, right. you know, what's in the collection? What do you got? Man, I had to, I had to write them down because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that long, but long enough, you know, for me to write it down. So uh, I have a Yoder smoker, Stockton, vertical. I just bought that with my buddy, uh, I would say, about close to a month ago. Yep. I have a new Brumfield vertical smoker. That was my first smoker I ever purchased. Um, I have a pit barrel smoker. I have a 22-inch Weber kettle. I have an 18-inch Smoky Mountain. Oof. I have a PK grill, Ooh. original PK grill. I have, and I have a Z grill pellet grill. So that's one of my, uh, my, I don't want to do nothing. I don't have time. I'm going to put it in there and let it do its job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Easy bike ovens. Hey, they, they work. They're they there work. for a reason and they work decent, right? Do you need to put a smoke tube in they that do. in that pellet? Do you feel like you need to add a smoke tube for any extra smoke with your pellet? No, I, I haven't done that. I ha- I don't need to. Well, I I didn't feel like I needed to. Okay. Cool. Um, most of the time, if it's something where, let's say, my wife says or the family's like, "Hey, let's do a little lighter smoke," or I don't want no smoke at all, then you go for a there pellet you know. smoker. Go Got for it. it. Boom. Throw it in there. See what happens. And I hear that if from they my want wife some good lot. smoke. <laughs> I'll go with the I'll go with the smoker. I'm yes. gonna go with the stick burner. Nice. So now the million dollar question. Oh boy. <laughs> I'll be right back. In that whole list, <laughs> what holds that special place in your heart? Which one of those units holds that special place? Uh man, there's two of them right now, but the one that does hold a big uh, space is the the new Bromfield vertical smoker. Uh, reason why behind that one is because that was uh, my first smoker that I ever bought. Number two, it's the one that I put the most meat in it uh, when I started doing big cooks. And then it holds a lot of memory of my buddy's uh, father, uh, rest in peace. It was his vertical smoker and was passed down to him, and he went on ahead and sold it to me. So I will never get rid of that one at all. So that's the reason why 
that's number one. Amen to that. Amen <laughs> uh, when to When it that. comes to all my smokers and grills. And then you and said then there was number two. My, <laughs> the, the number two is the PK grill. There it yeah. is. Um, <laughs> see, see, you know what you're doing. See, that was a, see, Ben, that was a professional segue right there. Yeah, that PK grill. That's my layup. Uh, I was really never into them until uh, I saw Big Kano uh, get into that PK grill. He's a Big Kano barbecue there. And, uh, you know, he would show, you know, show his cooks. He would show what he would do indirect. And I was like, I need to know something about this grill. Like, I need to purchase one. And not to put down Weber or anything, but the PK grill is a monster. Monster, and I'm gonna say it in in your in in the way you guys. It's a monster. Monster, okay. <laughs> yeah, it baby. Does it's so a well in my cooks. Like it is, it can hold heat. It does long cooks. I had my barbecue brothers come to Big Rome's barbecue or Big Rome's virtual bar to cook on it, and they started purchasing them too now. It is a monster, man. So <laughs> that's right. Thank you, Big Kano, for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, I um, I first heard about the PKs through um, listening to Malcolm Reed in his podcasts okay. and interviews, and you know, he always brought it up because they're very big in the um, the SCA, the the Steak Cookoff Association, the steak contests. Right. You know, everybody loves cooking the PKs on the steaks because of the, you know, you can get a gr- high, high temperature temp. just on its own. Never mind you, th- mm-hmm. you throw so, uh, a set of great grill gates on it or anything. That, what is like the, what's the highest you ever got that standalone? That standalone, uh, when I check the temp, because I actually have a gun on there, the highest I've done is about close to se- 760. 770, but that's Jeez. high temp. Um, you know, I'm using grill grade on there. So grill grades has a great product. Um, and it, I mean, it's those. explosive, but at the same time, you can close the lid, close the four uh, different vents on there and it will shut off if you wanted to immediately uh, pretty quick. And you can use that same charcoal again for another cook. Oh, kind of so, like a it is, uh, yeah, it's a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like I said, I, I heard it from Malcolm Reed, but then um, you know, did this was we're going back at least at least a year, maybe two, when uh, when Big Kano first started, you know, the Big Kano barbecue show, you know, when he would do the right. Facebook when he first started with the Facebook lives, and you know, he broke that out. It's like, oh, there it is, and you know, <clears throat> it is. It's a it's a piece of machinery. Looking at it, yeah. it is. You know what I mean. It is. It has that industrial look to it, okay. it and it just I've cooks like a of them mother. Yeah. So, you, what are you running in there? Are you running? Uh, so, you said you, you're able to use the charcoal over again. So, you, I'm, you're running lump in there, lump charcoal. Yeah, I do lump. I, I do lump charcoal. I mean, I've used Kingsford charcoal. I've used Jealous Devil charcoal. Um, you know, I haven't done any wood pieces or like wood logs mm-hmm. other than hickory okay. uh, chunks for flavor. Uh, but man, as fast as you can heat it up, it can 
shut down and you can use it again. Uh, the best product I've used on lump charcoal has been the Jealous Devil. Mm-hmm. Um, when I use the Jealous Devil, I've gone up to almost four cuts on that. No kidding. And, and that's by shutting it down, opening it, shutting it down, opening it. And I'm like, why doesn't this go away? You know, but it's some great, it's a, it's a great product, to be honest with you. And I, never had I got that out there here in Chart 380 in McKinney. Yeah, so, nice. one of my buddies swears by the Jealous Devil. I've yeah. never had it. The best charcoal of, uh, or lump that I've ever used is by Fogo. That's all I can really find. Yeah, locally. I heard good stuff about Fogo, yeah. The, uh-huh. ye- the yellow bag, the Fogo, the thing with that, it's, it's all hand-picked. Hickory, you know, uh, and, and an oak. I think it's mostly oak, actually, in, but they're like meteorites. There's no shake or loose pieces in the bag. It's just all li- little, <laughs> right. little softballs. Well, big softballs. That's it. The only shake you should have is Uncle Steve's shake. Oh. That's right. Like, like what I did there? Hey, mm-hmm. I, I, I second that right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Love me some Uncle Steve's shake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Brother CJ, happy belated what? birthday. Yes, yesterday. Yes. Happy birthday, CJ. I think happy it was birthday. the big, uh, big 25 again. <laughs> then uh, Randy Salinas, brother, how are you? What's going on, Randy? You know, so we got a, we got a bunch of the boys in here. You know, I'm looking at 35 watching. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, I got I actually have my eye on a PK myself. Ooh, do you now? Well, I saw it on Facebook Marketplace. You didn't tell me about this. It's down the Cape, and I thought we talked about everything offline, which is about two hours. <laughs> I, I got to save some of the conversation for Thursday Whatever. night. We're gonna be a, we got oh, we, we got many long. hours yes, together. We do get some sleep. It's down the Cape, so that's about two hours. Drive each way, but it's eighty bucks. Ooh! So I think that's a deal and a half. And a half for eighty for eighty bucks. I think that trip will be worth it. Mm-hmm. That sounds it. Yeah. Do they come in different it's colors? These things or <laughs> just one color? I don't know. Do they, do they come in different colors, Rome, or is it just that standard? Uh, no, they actually do come in different colors. So. Um, one of my buddies, uh, Sean Hogan, mm-hmm. uh, Killer Hogan's Barbecue, he purchased the uh, the black one, I believe. Um, at Chart 3A, they have different colors. They got black, they have red, and then they have the original aluminum. Okay. Those are the only colors I've seen. I've seen the guys do a video on these ones. So i got to creep them again, check them out. Not that I'm going to go buy one. I've already oh, you're gonna got buy some one. new vessels. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. i got my eye on one big vessel right now. That's all I'm looking at. All right. A towing vessel. And you know. Ooh. What now? I got the green light. Oh, boy. Okay, honey, make the call. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. That a girl. That's why. I, make oh. the call. I told you, I hit the lottery when I know fooled her. Your wife watches the show. That's right. But, but man, I tell you, I hit the lottery when I fooled her. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rome caught it. Ben caught it. You're still a minute behind. <laughs> It'll catch up in a second. Hold on. You'll, you'll laugh in a second. Don't worry. We'll just forget it. Don't worry about it. So, well, let's talk about the Texas-style barbecue seasoning. This okay. is phenomenal. Who's there? Who's there? Who's to your right? You were looking to Uncle your Steve? No, you were looking to your right like someone was right there. A oh, human. One of my banners were moving. So. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know if some of the boys were there. If some of the boys were there, they got to peek in. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh, no, no. I just had a little Uncle Steve sticker right here sticking out. You see him? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Sorry about that. I'm no here looking problem. around like somebody was here. I wish. Smitty should be here. Sean Hogan, Big Kano, Big Kurt, Rock, you know, Smitty. Yep. You know, Carwell Bruce, where are you guys at? <laughs> Calling y'all out. <laughs> <laughs> so what was, uh, you know, how, how did the preparation to get uh, get the season in run and go? Because this is absolutely phenomenal. Very good. So it was, um, it was all six admins in the group. We kind of worked on seeing which one would be the right seasoning to put out there. And, um, when we did that, um, we had a first tryout. Delicious. And uh, they sent the bottle in. They said, hey, try it out. See what you think. And we said there was something that we needed. Something was missing on it. And um, our, our distributor is Sucker Busters. Okay? And uh, he went on ahead and brought this bottle in and said, hey, look, we're looking for some paprika. We're looking for some chili, chili powder. We're looking for some color. Uh, on the seasoning and what you would uh, think would be great. And uh, when he sent the bottle and said, Hey, look, this is a combination. You tell me what you think and we'll go from there. We tried it out. We started cooking on different meats. Uh, we did it from, we did from picanha to tri-tip to tomahawk steaks uh, to rib to chicken. And I'm going to tell you, it went great with all of them. I think I made a great tomahawk. I think we did a great tomahawk. The picanha, the tri-tip, oh, my goodness. Best flavor profile you will ever get with that chapter seasoning, man. I don't know how many times I have to say it, man. It's not because we're, put, we're putting it out there. It's, it's all the flavor that's in there. You've got to try it out. Hmm. And uh, I promise you, you will, you will not be disappointed. So. I know yep. Greg tried it for the first time. I mean, I dumped like, like a tablespoon in my hand by accident. And it was worth every part of it, wasn't it? I pretty much ate the whole thing. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's laughing because he's like, how hey, long is he going to keep eating? Hey, check it out, guys. Hand? I do got somebody on my right. Hey. Yeah. How's it going? That's got Carwheel Bruce in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. You know, and the, the, other, the other great thing I, about the rub is... You got all the you got all the boys listed. You got the whole crew, the originals. You know what I mean? You, right, you, right. Big Kano, uh, Big Kurt, Sean Hogan, Rush Schmidt, Bruce Leach. You know the uh, the founding members. You know, so you got the the representation right on the bottle. And, right. You know, that nothing but love about that one, brother. You know what I mean? Man, I appreciate that. I think that that representation just shows that it's not run by one person. Uh, it's a, it's a team effort, right? So when we put it together and we said, this is the way to go, man, why not put our names on it? Right. And, and that was a great idea to put that there. And, 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 you know, we own, we own that logo, you know, and I say, Hey, why not put all of us in there? It's not one person. Let's, let's make it happen. And I, I think that that shows a lot of character of that. We're not just a one, you know, one person group We're we're a team. And without them, you know, and without me in the group, you know, we wouldn't be where we're at. So much love, and I appreciate that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> the dog, the dog father, starting some nonsense right now. John McGuire, <laughs> is- I got them on the phone now. The Cape, 
Yeah, your PK is on the way to Texas. How bad do you want it, bro? Uh, Road trip question. <laughs> for eighty bucks, eighty bucks for a PK. I think I might drive to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth it. So, but, 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 bro, where can um, where can everybody who's obviously you're in a bunch of stores now. You're working your way from store to store and butcher shops and all that. Uh, anyone who's not in your area, where can everybody get the, get a whole hold of this? So right now, currently, we are working to do it online, okay? Um, and, it, and, and we're going to look at other options. So right now, I know we have a couple of stores currently that we have it sold. I know that we have some YouTubers. We have some members that have asked uh, to see if where can I get a bottle, and we've been shipping a few out there uh, just so I want them to try it out, right? You know, <clears throat> see what the seasoning's all about. So it's coming soon online guys so uh announcement coming soon once it does believe me it's gonna be great it's gonna i, I can't wait it's gonna blow up and when it does hey I, i'm ready for it man i'm ready to uh show some love and i'm ready for y'all to try it out and hopefully uh georgia i'm pretty sure you're gonna want to try it out right <laughs> i uh i'll tell you right now i need myself a bottle of this <laughs> And I'm an extra me, brother, and I'll send you one. I'm an extra large in t-shirts too. Just saying. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, I got the triple extra sexy, baby. I'm gonna tell you something right now. I think I'm gonna open up that cryovac three bone plate rib, and we might have to do one of yeah. those racks for us. For our cook this Thursday night. You know if what we do? You know what we should do? I we, need to take this home with me. We should do a video on it too. Yep. That's it. All right, so Done. I'll, so I'll just take this home with me today. No, 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 no. Hand it, hand it over here. <laughs> I don't know about that. I've counted every granule. I don't give a there. rat's ass. You want to cook this? Uh, there is 27,589 <laughs> granules in this. In like don't the lower half. Let's go. Stop. But anyway, Rome, <laughs> love you, brother. Thank you so much for taking some time out to join us. Um, where can everybody find your social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all of, all of those yeah. good ones. So on YouTube, uh, Bar uh, big rolls, barbecue grill masters, empire, Instagram, BBQ underscore grill underscore masters underscore empire. And, uh, you can also see us at barbecue grill masters empire on Facebook. Got a few underscores in there myself. Absolutely, yes, you do. <laughs> but uh, but Rome, like you said, thank you, brother. Thanks, big Rome. Much love. Um, we're definitely gonna glad we could get work it out, get you on, and we'll uh, we'll set something up and get all the boys together, and uh, you know maybe have a little uh, chugging one hundred and one for the for the young lad over oh, here because yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six professionals listed on this. You want to give me a, a, a plus myself? So seven. Okay. If you can't learn chug, something from seven of us, rematch you in a chugging contest, guaranteed. This time I will go head to head with the same beer, not one that's <laughs> twice as strong. And I still you barely beat me. It wasn't even like I also kicked your ass when you were drinking that Zima thing too. So don't even. Go that was six percent alcohol. Oh God. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Rome, much love, brother. Send the love and respect to the boys when you see them later on. We'll get something rolling yeah, in the future it. for the chapter. But uh, 
Thank you so much, brother. Thanks, brother. This was a blast. You know, thanks for the thanks for the swag. Keep your hands off that road. Hey, you'll see what's going on. Hit me up, brother. I'll send you a package too, brother. Awesome, dude. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, Rome. All right. All right. Take care. All right, brother. Big Rome out. Ben, <laughs> cue the music. Before the music. Oh, I wanted to share some good news with you. Guys. Oh, boy. What do you mean, oh, boy? This oh, is good, good news. news. I love good it. Good news. Hit good me, news. Ben. What do you got? So last time we talked about rankings. Yeah. In yeah. Apple Podcasts. And okay. In the food category, last time we were in the 40s. Okay. Well, this week. Yeah, I think I said 43, and I think we were 47. Well, My mistake. I'll give you a new number 35. Ooh. Hot damn. Oh, yeah. Now that's just in the United States. Okay. In Japan. What? In the food category, number 24. What? 24 in Japan. But we're not done. We're international, oh, bro. There's more. In Australia, which is our second biggest market. Okay. In case you didn't know that. I in didn't. Australia, um, the Apple Podcast food category rankings, you guys are at number eight. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that good news with you guys before we played the music. That is That awesome. is Where do we wild. rank? You know, we rank for actual barbecue podcasts? Is that... Is it's that, not an actual defined category. Oh, they just so called by food. Yes. Got it. That's still damn good. Not damn good, brother. Well, I'm proud to be a I part of it. Because I know there's only a couple big boys of, I know ahead of us. I know three right off the bat, so we'll put the, you know. We're coming for you, big boys. <laughs> I don't know who you are yet. Uh, Malcolm Reed, Barbecue Central, okay, Dave yeah, Bosca. We, we got some work to do. Let's, yeah, we got some work. We got a better studio. Don't we we right. do. We're on our way. <laughs> well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and bell. You'll have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. On social media, find us at Pit Life BBQ on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Also, New England Pitmasters on Facebook and Instagram. And check out my uh, personal Instagram, which is the underscore barbecue broker on IG. Check it out. You know, hit uh, Johnny HD77 on Instagram and also Johnny Mags Barbecue on YouTube. Which, by the way, is weekly. I know I say this, but it's growing big. I'm at, I'm, at, I'm at 223 right now. It, 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 this YouTube game is it, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Unless you're Alton and he just jumps, you know, 30,000 subscribers overnight on a wonderful brisket. He just hit a million views. Wow. Uh, this weekend. Million views. So congrats to Brother Alton. Congrats, Alton. On a million views. That is fantastic. But yeah, it fluctuates. I hit 225 one night. The next morning I was, I was at 219 and then... It jumps up and down, but hey. So temperamental. Whatever. whatever. We're, we're doing it. Anyway, any questions or comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. These numbers are getting crazy. Let's go. Let's go. I will see you Thursday night. And for the rest of you, next week. Keep that smoke rolling. Later, guys. Attention cigar smokers, or even friends of a cigar smoker. If you're looking to relax with a nice premium cigar or looking for a great gift for a cigar smoker, this is the gift that keeps on giving. Our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com have created the Cigar of the Month Club.
For just $24.99 per month, you or your friend will receive four different premium handmade cigars every month. And shipping and handling is included. Go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com, and go to the Cigar of the Month Club. You can stop anytime because there's no contract, but you won't because this is a tremendous deal for our listeners. Go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com, and click the Cigar of the Month Club. At the same time, if you want to learn about the cigars you receive each month, you can smoke along with them on their own podcast called The Cigar Authority. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a nice premium cigar from our friends at twoguyscigars.com. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.